This week, the Music Biz Weekly podcast, we're joined by Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Let that settle for a moment. No, not that Kevin Bacon. Four. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Bacon from Family and Music joins us this week to talk about their distribution offering and the little things they add to their distribution that's different than other people, like a, a writer's toolkit, like royalty advances. You definitely want to check this one out. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new music. Musicians and industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing, Jay? Doing great. Pretty excited for uh, football preseason to start. It's, yeah, uh, it's time you know, is it? It's now time where we start officially getting excited <laughs> and prepared to be let down. Is that what kind of happens yeah, yeah. now? Yeah, I think you've. I think you've got your. We're excited to be let straight. down. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, yeah. I, I I will throw this out. I've already saw one. I don't know who outlet were predicting the the um, standings for the football season, and the Vikings were predicted to be eight and nine. And I'm like, oh, dude, Lord help us! If we ah. end up eight and nine, it's not going to be. There's not going to be a lot of happy fans. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, we're well. we're we're expecting to have a stellar season but then again we've Absolutely. expected that every freaking year and we get screwed so yeah um, yeah that's about right yeah prepare <laughs> for the disappointment um, i'm ready um all right before we get into this week's uh guest interview just a quick shout out and thanks to bruce and everybody at hypebot and bands in town for all you do to support us and of course to our sponsors bandzoogle.com Built by musicians for musicians, Bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Bandzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We got a great little offer we put together for all of our listeners. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it completely for free for 30 days. And when you register, make sure you put the promo code Music Biz Weekly in there. It's all one word, Music Biz Weekly. And that promo code is going to save you 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, thank you to discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still such an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CDs, vinyl, t shirts online and ad gigs become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. 
Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So the fine folks at Disc Makers put together a great offer with us for all of our listeners out there. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and again, when you check out, make sure you put this promo code in, FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ. That promo code is going to save you up to $150 in shipping costs. Jay, what are we chatting about this week? We're going to talk about an interesting distribution and artist services platform called Family in Music. Yeah, they've got... Uh... Besides distribution, they've got some interesting features, royalty advances. They've got a whole feature set that they built out that really focuses on writers, which is really yeah, songwriter really kind of imp- yeah, songwriter toolkit, which is pretty impressive because we know that, you know, at the end of the day, the song is the most important thing. You gotta yep. have an incredible that, we song. Don't have a business. And yeah. they've got a toolkit here to help you out with it. So anyway, we're yeah. joined by Kevin Bacon. Not, not that Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, this Kevin Bacon <laughs> from right. Family and Music who walks us through what they are offering. So check it out and we'll see you at the end. Today we're joined by Kevin Bacon, Chief Innovation Officer at Family and Music. Uh, Kevin, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Glad you Where got are the right you today. Bacon. Yes, we oh, did I'm... well. We got the right one. <laughs> uh, uh, I well, I'm in I'm in London this week. I actually just returned from uh, Finland via Greece. Nice, nice. So, for those that haven't heard of Family and Music, tell us about it. Well, um, Family and Music is a Finnish music startup. Finland has uh, is very supportive of technology and creative initiatives. So, it's a great country to start. Uh, a, a company in a music and technology company. Obviously, Finland has had great success with, you know, phone technology and technology over the years, and a lot of gaming success. So uh, it's um, it's a great place to set up. It was founded by uh, um, a Finnish guy who I can now pronounce his name properly after eighteen months, Yuka Hunanen, uh, nice. and 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 I've been working with him for the last year. Family music is, we, we kind of struggled to, as always with any business, to kind of sum it up in a nice, tidy bow. But we kind of ended up with the idea that it's it's kind of like a, a creative career accelerator. And what, what that really means is it's a, it's a platform that will be subscription-based but has a set uh, of tools. And these tools are um, can be, they can either be educational, they can be networking tools, distribution tools. And there's one set of tools that uh, we're particularly proud of, which is a set of tools based around uh, for songwriters. Yeah. And, and from very beginning, early songwriters, like DIY writers, uh, and kind of all the way up to um, um, to services that would benefit market hypnosis. So, so, so talk to us. How do you differentiate yourself as I'm looking here? What is family and music on, on, on your website? You know, and it talks about connecting and chatting within the network, um, uh, industry leading content on know-how, um, stay on top of your day-to-day tasks and workflows and distribute your music 
through the DSPs such as Apple Music, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram. How is family and music different than the other services out there that might use the same terminology to say, yeah, you're going to be able to network here. Yeah, we're going to distribute your music. Why are you different? I think that the, um, um, I I think, well, I think one of the biggest differentiators is that um, we we are what we call writer first. And it's, it's a term that I kind of developed last year because I want to recognize that the writing part of the process is, is often kind of uh, not really considered until after the fact. So I wanted to get a, I wanted to build a platform that recognized the proper flow of creativity and also the proper flow of data. So we, um, we kind of, we, we start out with the thinking that we don't just start our conversations around distribution. We start our conversations with our creators around networking, finding the right people to collaborate with, and looking at that very early moment around songwriting. The way that actually um, we, uh, we've kind of got to what we call after a year now, we've, um, the platform that we've had now, the kind of, if you like, the public beta, it's been around for about six months. The way that we, um, from our initial research and actually kind of from what drives us and motivates us, the thing that actually I'm most, ex- most driven to get right in the platform is in fact the workflow tools. And I think that this is the thing where we we will, the, the, uh, when we launch our platform, we will have a layer over the top that is much more task driven. So I, I tend to think of us as more like um, uh, a, uh, almost like a CRM tool for music creators, rather than just a, a set of tools mm. that you randomly bolt together into one service. So, um, so what I mean by workflow is. You will uh, instead of just instead of saying, "Okay, I want to make a release," and it puts you straight into a distribution tool. It will take you through all the steps about understanding, uh, you know, how to register the rights, how you've got all the images right, what the file formats are, um, and even when you are work- going through that workflow of distributing a track, um, you'll be you'll then go further, and at the end of that process, you'll be prompted to go further and enter the essential information to enable you to collect the proper neighboring rights revenue for the label. So it's more task driven than it is just services driven. And I think that is, uh, I think that is quite, I think it's, I wouldn't say that it's unique, but it's quite special. Let's walk through just so I can wrap my head around this. Let's walk through like, let's say one song. So you're working with a songwriter. It's, it's Mike Branville. He's written this really great song. He, he, he is on your platform. Walk us through that song. And is it about collaborating with other artists? Is it about releasing it and keeping track of all of the metadata and revenue flows and all of that? Walk us through what that might look like. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it may be, uh, I mean, I, I think also we, when we look at what the, the user base that, uh, for family music is, and I, I think when we initially looked at it, we looked at it like most services do, and that's where you start the clock when you start thinking around distribution. That's when most people go and start looking for, for, for services. Okay, there are places, uh, there are some good collaboration places to go to, but we, the... Um, so the conversation may start with a collaboration. You may have um, 
you may have you may be looking for a top line from somebody so you may already have um you may already have your let's call it the backing track in old-fashioned terms and you're looking for a top line um one of the things you that you can like do on the, the back- instrumental without the yeah, lyrics is that what you're saying yeah yeah, so we'll say okay. we're looking for a featured, featured we're looking for a featured performer. So, um, so we have that network for you to be able to go and search out and find people on the network, and that's a challenge with any uh, with any new platform that has a networking tool because a networking tool does not mean that you have a network. Um, right. It takes time and you know and confidence uh, uh, to build up that network. Um, so, um, so you can reach out to those people. With, for example, to top line. But one important thing in that flow is that when we, before you go and search out and, and make that next step to collaborate, you're actually able to secure your partially written song using a, a Magenta platform. And that will take, uh, in that process, you'll be guided to use, to register your partial, your partial work uh, using the platform, which uses uh, audio fingerprint technology and as it happens, uses uh, some elements of blockchain in the background. Although I promised that I'd never use the word blockchain or, or NFT <laughs> in, in any right, description right. About, what we, about what we do. Having kind of secured your position to feel comfortable about going out into the world and collaborating, you know, you can find yourself a collaborator. We're, during lockdown, um, one of the things that we looked a lot into was how people could collaborate um, online and that's very very difficult unless you've got a lot of money uh, to use a low latency platform but um, one of the features that we're going to um, roll out hopefully in I don't know what month we're in now it's going to be uh, oh, November or December is a low latency uh, collaboration tool as part of the network so we've we found a way of collaborating and keeping the latency down to about 17 milliseconds per 2000 kilometers um, it's peer-to-peer, so you can't have multiple parties. But it does mean that you can realistic, realistically collaborate with people within a reasonable amount of time. O- over a period of time, we're hoping to bring down that collaboration time. So you will be able to, say, do a live vocal over a rhythm track using the networking tool. Um, of course, you may just be a DIY artist where you're the artist and everybody, and you're, doing, you're the label, the artist, and the writer, and you won't need collaboration. Um, and when you say when collaboration, you, are you talking about co-writes primarily? Yeah, in that stage, okay. yeah. I'm, okay. I'm looking back to the earliest possible collaboration that you might have. And with most people, that might that would be a collaboration within the scope of songwriting. Um, you know, if, you're, if, you're, um, if you progress through the steps and either you, again, you collaborate and find a studio owner or uh, because we're not just about creators, we're about industry professionals, you can might find a studio a producer and mixed engineer on the network and then when you progress into distribution our distribution flow is fairly standard but as that data is committed into into uh into the market into the distribution flow we steal that information back if you like into the platform and we use that as the basis of starting to make um song registrations and these are not necessarily permanent song registrations we're not trying to be a pro we are in fact kind of like a pre-pro data store Uh but we but but we use that very clean data that we just put into distribution so if somebody spelt the song title wrong it will be correctly wrong in the song uh, registration so we use that same set of data 
um, to, pr to promote, prompt people to, uh, to start the process of registering their song data. Now, they may not be the songwriter, in which case that step's irrelevant, but we still use that same set of data to prompt people to push that data into the neighboring rights um, database, which we, which we do directly. Um, so there's, but once you've got to that stage, we also know things like the release date, uh, and we take that release date and the genre and also your history, and then we can recommend to you um, a, a marketing plan, which uh, which is a, uh, which is a, uh, another workflow, and that that workflow will give you daily tasks that you can kind of delete, add to, add your own, remove things that are irrelevant. So that whole workflow will go from uh, will go from the point of uh, potentially co-writing a song all the way through to probably up to uh, five weeks before release and two weeks after release. So, um, you know, we're pulling a lot of information in. We're definitely not just about distribution. Gotcha, gotcha. So if, if an artist comes to you and this artist doesn't collaborate you know they 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 write within their band or they're just a yeah. solo singer songwriter what sort of workflow tools would apply to them if they aren't looking for all of that if if, if they don't need that collaboration they don't need yeah. to everybody needs to network but i think you know sadly we all sit back and go well most artists don't worry about networking you know it's all about the music to them yeah i mean you know people looking for online mastering services and all that you know uh, and um so that you know you're right there's a lot of people that don't don't uh, wouldn't use a wouldn't necessarily use a networking tool um the I, th I think a lot of people would need would often do some level of of networking at least uh you know, fact finding, um, mm -hmm. but if but we um, also within um, within that workflow we have uh, and you can find it on the platform ever section at the moment called Writers Toolkit, and that's the the first iteration of the toolkit uh, that we built. And so, even though you might be the um, you might be the sole songwriter, there are still things within that workflow, even if you don't use the collaboration tool where you would want to go through and find out, for example, we have a song title checker and it's, it's a very simple tool and it's something that um, I've just, I've been around for ages and I think been around in my head for ages and it's one of the cheekiest and really useful tools. And um, it just basically prompts you before you commit your song title to either distribution or into song registration, it just goes off and within a, you know, half a second, give a couple of seconds, gives you the impact of what your that song title would have on search on the digital services. So um, it will kind of rank your song amongst amongst other songs. So if you put in Let It Be, it's going to tell you that's um, probably not going to be a really good idea because there's going to be a huge set of songs and covers that's going to mean that your song is going to return very low in, in search, for example, on Spotify. So it, there are some very simple tools to... Uh, to um, um to you know to inspire uh the the songwriter and or the artist to uh to have the best possible chance they can of you know turning up on 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 search in spotify for example 
So although they might not use the networking tool, um, there's a whole set of tools during that first creation process. Also within that songwriter's toolkit are, uh, are tools that you would use, um, for example, if you were kind of significant, maybe if you'd had some success and you were looking to find uh, all the cover versions of your songs or all the karaoke versions of your songs that that would have, that appear on the services but without you ever being notified. Um, so there are so you know it's not all about the creation process. It's also about you know coming back and using tools as you develop further. One one of the things that's also mentioned on your website, um, which I find extremely interesting, is royalty advances. Yeah. You know, it says here, get an advance, get the advance you need to take your music career to the next level, keep 100% ownership and control. Um, you can get an advance up to eight times your annual streaming income. Talk to us more about this, because I think all artists find this extremely interesting, but I think they also are like, but I may not have any history. How do I get an advance? Am I not eligible? Can you walk us through how you evaluate and then what's involved in this royalty advances? Yeah. There is um, there, there, there is some criteria around that, obviously. And um, ideally, um, so we, we integrate very much into the source of distribution for, uh, for that. So, we need to see some distribution history. Um, and, you know, uh, I suppose, you know, for obvious reasons, the the longer the artist has been using our services, then the more uh, first level data that we have to understand that, that history. So there is a bit of a criteria and we're kind of experimenting with that criteria right now. I mean, there are, there are a number of services, that particular service is not dissimilar to what United Masters uh, offer. It's very, very similar. And we all use the same um, background finance partner on that because we, we're not a finance company. So it's a service that we facilitate from our distribution data uh, that, that creates the, the, the right criteria. So obviously if somebody earns 10 cents, there's not much point in going through the process of giving them so uh, giving them um, an advance on that but if you've got um, if you have meaningful income and that doesn't necessarily mean significant uh, then uh, then those uh, those tools are there it's still quite early for us because we're in the early stages of um, acquiring sure, users yeah. so for us it's all hand cranked at the moment yeah. And, talk and, about your distribution. I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, just no, really quickly. Ahead. Talk about your distribution really quickly. The As I'm looking at this, what, what, what kind of dashboard do you have or what kind of information are you sharing? Um, um, on, on distribution, um, it's, it's um, on, on distribution, I would say you can see more on that distribution dashboard than you can on almost every other service. So you can look at... Um, at, uh, at revenue, um, at uh, daily, uh, what, what's called daily trends. Uh, you can go by country, release, service. At, you can drill down to almost any level. Um, you can. I can't think of a level that 
you would want to go down to that doesn't exist in that distribution dashboard. It's it's something that I kind of worked on uh, a lot since the since when we started out at AWOL. Um, we built a platform inside AWOL called we we actually we spun it out in the end, but it ended up being called Buzzdeck. But it was a, a profoundly deep tool that that pushed. We were able to push revenue data and social media data back to the user side by side. Um, and then having gone through, you know, spent time at, at COBOL um, and then uh, later with Revelator in Israel, um, uh, then it, the, you know, the, there's nothing left in distribution data that isn't accessible in that, uh, in that dashboard. There's probably too much uh, detail in, in that dashboard. <laughs> um Back, back to the royalty advance real quick. Um, you know, a lot of artists don't think of this, but what what is what's the recoupment process on that advance? How how is it recouped? And more importantly, what happens if it doesn't recoup within the term of this of the advance? Um yes, well it's recouped at source. And there is an obligation. So it, it is that they are, and let me get the expression, they are uh, they are returnable advances. Um, but the risk is fairly well mitigated. I mean, again, we do use a third party to take the risk so that we're not actually actually taking the risk. Um, uh, actually, do you know what? I actually probably would say the best uh i don't i know that it's returnable and not just recoupable um and we um uh you know and we use we use a a third party uh which is the same one that united masters use so i'm not entirely sure the details of it but i believe that is it is returnable and not just recoupable so i guess the question would be somebody releases a release through your distribution gets an advance it hasn't been recouped it hasn't been paid back yet are they obligated to keep that release through you until that advance is yes. zeroed out they can't pull that and go to somebody else no, and say we'll just we'll send you a check as we get paid yeah no that's not gonna no there is there is an obligation to stay until it's until it's recouped yeah. got it Got it. Let me ask you about your on, on your I mean, website. There, there's a section called Know How, and it talks about you know learning from working music industry professionals, and that really piqued my interest. Tell us a little bit about that section. Yes. Well, um, Know How was um, was um, originally not that integrated into the platform. <clears throat> and by that, we started out, the original idea around know-how was to have a fairly standard sort of academy type type structure where you could go in and study courses and do that stuff. But like, you know, I'm, you know, I've been a musician all my life. I don't need people to, I'm not going to sit down and watch a course on, right. I know it, I know it all anyway. And if it's broken, I'll go and find out how to fix it. You know, the usual, usual approach. Um, but the, um, so 
that's actually gone through a process. So we actually started working with um, some uh, really great people in the UK, marketing people like, like Nadia Khan and and and, uh, and um, uh, sorry Pascal, and um, we. So we had those, and those actually turned out to be incredibly popular because they were highly relevant. It wasn't some old guy like me banging on about how to do something. It was actually people on the ground day to day who, and these people are working and doing marketing campaigns for AWOL and all the other labels. So they're highly relevant, highly relevant people. And and people found those like fascinating. We also experimented with some other stuff, which was, you know, around, uh, you know, fly on the wall stuff. And um, and I'm not really interested in that. And I don't think really that other people are that interested in it. Where we've, where we've started to move know-how now is we've started to, to connect uh, into know-how from the workflows. So mm-hmm. every time you find us, so if we say, you know, um, you know, optimize your, I don't know, your, whatever it, as part of a, a marketing workflow you can then go back and find the relevant piece and the know-how to find out what that is so we try to make everything um interactive and collaborative rather than just trying to preach people about how clever we are and you can come here and learn because you know i, yeah. I don't i don't yeah. think really that's the way that creators work i mean some people do but you know sure i don't think people, sure. people don't want to be preached to about how to do things right I'm, 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 you know, when my when my toaster breaks, the first, well, more relevantly, when my coffee machine breaks, I'm straight onto Google to find out about it. I don't want to do a course on coffee maintenance. I just want to find out yeah. why is that light flashing and how can I fix it? Right, right. Well, listen, where can people learn more about you and learn more about family and music? Well, I um, if people go to familyandmusic.com, they can then follow through to sign sign up signing up at the moment is free and it will almost certainly remain free for those people for a considerable amount of time even when we drop the paywall later in the year um we will be launching version two um very soon which has uh, which simplifies the whole process and it takes it takes it away from being a set of tools kind of sometimes a bit of a you know, bewildering set of tools and content. Content. It will be uh, much more driven by the workflows. You will be much more driven around what you want to do rather than here are the services. And so, um, if you sign up to familymusic.com and uh, and that and then you can uh, start that process. And I, I really, you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain uh, awesome. by doing by doing that. Um, awesome. My name's uh, obviously Kevin Bacon, and if you search the internet, you probably won't find me. <laughs> exactly. So your 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 personal SEO is pretty tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's it it is, and and maybe I don't try too hard, but um, uh, but yeah, I'm you know there's um there's a lot of uh, as I said before, you know we're very focused on we're not not entirely, but we're very focused on this idea of songwriter and we are working on a fairly um major uh, major part of the platform called magenta which is a micro licensing and micropayment uh part of the platform that is is ongoing in parallel and and that's that's mainly to help the diy writers in the world 
um, have their fair share, have their fair voice and their fair share. So, for example, you know, whatever number you want to take, 100,000 songs a day delivered to Spotify, Apple Music and everybody else, there's an ever-increasing large amount of those tracks that um, where the writers are not signed to a PRO or a CMO. Um, although there's a load of legal uh, workarounds that people talk about, in reality, those writers are not licensed by those DSPs, even though there's, as I say, there's people that say they are. So there's a huge amount of um, ever-growing amount of writers who are unrepresented, and we're we're looking to uh, to help them on on their journey. Um, and we're also, you know, I'm I'm also feel very strongly about um, about reducing the impact of the black box, which is which always gets uh, people um, edgy. I mean, in 2019, I'd, I'd loathe to think what it is nowadays. In 2019, there was allegedly, um, I think, like uh, 2.5 billion of, of uh, and that was just admitted to money in the black box. Um, there's a really interesting thing that um, that black box revenue. When you say it's 2.5 billion. Um, it's 2.5 billion if it went to the right people. Um, if it goes to the wrong people, and when I say the wrong people, I don't mean necessarily mean that they're nasty people. But when that 2.5 billion goes to all the other people by market share, and for example, ends up in the hands of Adele and Ed Sheeran, although I'm sure they're very, very nice people, it's worth 10 to 15 times that if in this world today of people leveraging their publishing catalogs. So in reality, you know, that black box revenue is probably worth heading towards 25 to 30, 40 billion. And in, in an industry where the annual turnover for the recorded music industry is probably around 26 billion, it's a substantially massive amount of money that nobody's really dealing with and it's only going to get worse. So um, so that that's, I'm, I'm working uh, with a n number of, uh, PROs and IMEs uh, to, to and the DSPs uh, to to try and come up with some solution to at least help the DIY artists at yeah. least have a chance of, of claiming their revenues. Well, Kevin, we're going to be cheering from the sidelines. Good luck with your platform. It looks really amazing and very comprehensive. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about it. We really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Kevin. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150 value. Um, you know, I, I, I love that they are acknowledging the importance of the writers here and the song. You know, it's got to start with that. I mean, we always say that, but that song has to be an incredible song it has to be the best song possible and yeah. and you know you've got to have all the right data for that song if you want to make sure you collect what's coming your way so right i i do love that that writer's focus that they have yeah i do too and i a couple of things that i thought were interesting are ingredients that you and I have talked about from other platforms that they've kind of combined, you know, like maybe in advance, if you've got enough yep. streams going where you have kind yep. of a history, you might be able to get, you know, an uh, advance for that. That's kind of interesting. Um, they do have some things that 
some other distributors don't have, which would be like, maybe you could get some help. Maybe you could get some mentoring, you know, you could get some information, um, not so compelling for, you know, maybe your middle-class artist, but if you're a brand new developing artist trying to go from zero to 60, you know, maybe some of those tools might help. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, check them out, go sign up. I think it's in beta right now, but give it a shot. Let's, uh, if you if you're trying it out, let us know. Or if you have used family and music, let us know. Head over to um, artist community on Bands in Town. I got to get the URL right here. Bandsintown dot dot com. Share um, share your experiences if you've had any with family and music, or share your thoughts on their product offering. I mean, yeah. because at the end of the day, you know they're appealing to musicians. As a musician, what are you really looking for when it comes to a distributor? What tools, what services, what add-ons? Besides getting your music up to Spotify, because we know every distributor does that. So yeah, that's that's not you, that, that that's not why you pick somebody. It's yeah, something no. else. I mean, is it customer service? Is it the additional bells and whistles of they they like these guys work? heavily with writers and and a writer's toolkit and you know they've got a toolbox of other services is that important to you i'd i'd love to get a kind of a a pulse of what musicians especially diy musicians what makes you choose one distributor over another i don't and and maybe it literally is who's cheaper i mean let's talk about it if that's what it is but why are you choosing one distributor over another and what are the features that are important to you or what are the features that aren't you haven't been able to find? I mean, Jay and I were just chatting before we hit record. You know, one of the, the cool things that DistroKid recently announced is DistroVid. I mean, it's a drop dead, stupid, simple little service where you can distribute your music videos to Vivo and Amazon Prime and uh, Apple Music and Places where Make it easy. you yeah. couldn't really easily get your music up there in the past, a, a music video. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, what are you missing? What are you looking for? Yeah. Let's talk. Um, so before we wrap, just a quick shout out. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town Bruce. for all your support. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. We appreciate everything you guys do to support the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Don't forget, we are now on Vivo as well. Check us out wherever yes, you watch Vivo, whether it's on, on YouTube or whether it's on your uh, Apple TV or Roku or or Fire TV. You can find us there as well. Um, that's it, everybody. We will see you next week. MusicBizWeeklyPodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.